This is a production of the Z Talk Radio Network. The views expressed and opinions given by the individual hosts and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Z Talk Radio, its affiliates, or sponsors. Wow. It's dark. Well, let's have some light on the subject. Put on your critical thinking caps and please refrain from hugging. It's time for Dimland Radio with your host, Jim Dr. Dim Fitzsimmons. Hello and welcome to Dimland Radio here on the ZTalk Radio Network at ztalkradio.com. I'm your host, Jim Dr. Dim Fitzsimmons. Remember, I'm not really a doctor. I just play doctor online. <clears throat> well, I've been gone. <laughs> Another week without me doing a show. Uh, at the very end of the last week's show, I said I was... Uh, of the last show that I did, that I wouldn't be doing a show. And I didn't get into why I wouldn't be, but I am going to be getting into it on this week's show. In fact... You know, this is going to be the audio equivalent of the slides, uh, the slideshow that people would show of their of their vacations, their vacation snaps. So I'm sure it'll be as exciting. Uh, first off, I want to say that I am recording once again from the basement of Nostalgia Zone. Nostalgia Zone is a comic book store, mainly a comic book store. We've got magazines as well and some toys and knickknacks and things like that. But, for the most part, we're a comic book store. We have uh, back issues only. We do not carry brand new comic books as they come out. We get them eventually, but uh, um, we are a back issues store. Uh, So if you're looking for anything in comic books, uh, be it Marvel comic books or Charlton or DC or Archie or any of the independents and alternative labels out there, we even have a section of underground comic books. We've got all kinds of comic books uh, dating all the way back to the Golden Age, which started in 1938, although I doubt we have any books that are from 1938, but it's possible. On up to, you know, what we call modern age, which is a real long age. It started in 1986, and it goes to today. Yes, there are other ages that have been come up with other names for them, like platinum and whatever. But for for what we do here at our store, Nostalgia Zone, is, you know, we've got Golden Age, Silver Age, Bronze Age, and Modern Age. So uh, we have an extensive Modern Age catalog. Uh, that uh, has books that are in good shape, really good shape. They're either fine or uh, fine up to near mint. And those are, uh, they're not individually graded in the catalog system that we have online, uh, but we we know that they're somewhere between fine and near mint. So that's, uh, the number system would be uh, fine as a 6.0, and near mint is, uh, we go to 9.4. Uh, you can do a 9.6, 9.8, and 10, uh, but nobody's perfect, so we never have anything above. Uh, we never grade anything above a 9.4. That's just uh, the policy here at the store. Anyway, <clears throat> so if you're interested, you can become a member of our membership. Uh, if you do so, 
you will save 10% on every purchase. Uh, you will earn points toward future purchases. Those points are like 10% of what you spend turn into points. And then when you're, you're, you go to buy something else from us again, you can use your points right away or you can let them accrue and get a nice big amount of points, which means big money that you can save on a big money purchase, which is really cool. Uh, you also get an email from us a couple of times a month and in so in, in getting that email you'll get the notice if there's any kind of a sale or any kind of things that's special going on which last week it's too late now but last weekend the weekend i was out of town the store decided to do double points so instead of getting 10 percent of your purchase of points you got 20 percent of your purchase of points so uh you know so that can be good so, key, so if you become a member, it's free. Just sign up online. Go to our website, NostalgiaZone.com, and look through there. We've got an extensive catalog on there. Look through and see if there's anything that you need for your collection or find something. Oh, I didn't know I needed that, but I guess I need it now. And go ahead and buy it. Um, yeah, become a member. You'll save, you'll save on stuff. So, and, and everybody, every customer, whether they're a member or not, <clears throat> benefits from the aging on the shelf pricing if a book sits on the shelf for like I think six months it gets a like an extra 10 percent off of it or something like that it, it, it accrues a little bit um i uh, i won't say what it goes up to because i'm not exactly certain i think it goes up to 30 percent off it might go to 40 but uh i think we phased that one out because hey you know we need to stay open <laughs> we can't give comic books away uh but anyway <clears throat> so nostalgiazone.com check it out become a member and there you go Anyway, I'm in the basement here. Uh, next door to us, there's some construction going on. I'm hoping that uh, that the sound doesn't spill over to interfere with the show. So far, so good. Why was I gone? Well, as I gave you a little hint there, I was out of town. <clears throat> How do I tell this story? Uh, let's see. It was it was what uh, uh, it was what you humans call what's the word? A, uh, a vacation. Uh, I'm. It's a foreign concept to me, not being from your planet. Uh, it's a foreign concept to me. Uh, some people also within that same language that I know of your, you know, of the Earth languages that are many. Um, there's another word for it. Uh, is it holiday? Yeah, interesting word. <clears throat> anyway, I went on one of those. Uh, we. Uh, my wife and I, and uh, a friend of my wife's, my wife's, uh, her friend, her long-time friend from when they were kids, they were like nine years old or even younger when they became friends, uh, and, you know, so they've been lifelong friends, and uh, so the three of us went on a road trip, and I called it the road trip with two chicks. Now, before your mind starts going in, in that direction, you know, one dude with two chicks, you know, eh, well, no, okay, no. Yes, we spay. Yes, we only got you know double rooms. You know, just you know we we're in the same rooms and everything. But no, All right, we're not. I'm not that sort. Uh, my wife wouldn't go for it, <laughs> even if I was. And yeah, so so put that out of your mind. None of that kind of stuff happened. Although we did toy with the idea of messing with people and letting them think that we were a thruple. Uh, you know, like like the it's, this is my wife and this is our girlfriend. You know that kind of thing. <clears throat> In fact, I even had a joke. If we were going to go that far, and if somebody started to think, oh really? I said, well, no, no, no. We're just kidding you. It's uh, this is my wife and this is her friend. Uh, which she's just friends. Yeah, with benefits. But I I didn't do that joke either. 
So, it all started last August. This whole this thing, and I've talked about some of this in a previous show because it was uh, it was it's happened, and it's the thing I do is I talk about things that have happened. I, yeah, can you tell it's been a couple weeks since I've done the show? Anyway, <clears throat> it was last August. Uh, generally here in Minnesota, although it's been different recently in the last couple few years, we uh, by the time you're in August, you're really in you know drought season in Minnesota. Things dry out. You, know, you don't get much rain, and that was the case uh, that last August, except for <clears throat> the day that my wife and her friend Sarah went to go see my wife's name is amy just if you're keeping track at home uh they they went to a uh a casino that has an amphitheater uh here in minnesota uh and with a with uh sarah's sister and another friend uh the four of them they booked a room at the at the hotel and casino place they they were it was they were really looking forward to it because they were going to see uh amy's and sarah's favorite band from way back when when they were children Duran Duran. It's their they just love Duran Duran. Well, it was it was drought time except for the night of the concert when a big old storm came through and they had to cancel the concert and they were not able to reschedule it. They said they're just they're not going to be able to reschedule it because of their travel what you know their tour stuff and they just weren't going to be able to do it. So it could be it was completely canceled. They got their money back but they started thinking, "Hey, we need to see these guys." So they saw that there was uh, they were going to do a show in Los Angeles in which all five of the original members would be there. And that was because it was the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction of Duran Duran and others. Uh, they were going to be part of that. And I talked about that on a previous show, so I'm not going to go into the, all the details. But they were going to that. Now, the, the fifth member that hadn't been with the band for many years, uh, Andy Taylor, uh, he was going to be back with them for that induction. It was very exciting, and they were excited to see all five of the original members. Turns, but the thing is, Andy had been in recent years battling cancer. He'd been doing okay, but at that point, the doctors were saying it's not a good idea for you to travel. So he had to beg out. Uh, anyway, and there was another show that they found. It was going to be in Hollywood at the Hollywood Bowl. Now, long-time listeners to the show will know that I've talked about that as well, so I'm not going to go into big details on that. But So that one actually came first before the Los Angeles show. They decided to do both. <laughs> so they, they go out to Hollywood, and they watch the band in, at the Hollywood Bowl, and they have a great time. It was like, a, I think it was a Friday. And then that Saturday, they were going to do a bunch of other stuff in, in Hollywood. And But they realized that, uh, hey, Duran Duran's playing again in the bowl on Saturday. Let's go see him again. And they did. So they saw them then, and then they came home. And then in November, I think it was, they went to see um, uh, the the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction of Duran Duran. They got to see them there. All right. Well, they still had the bug. And this time they thought, oh, you know, they're playing in Colorado uh, in, um, in late August of this year, 2023. And they're going to be playing at Red Rocks, which is this amazing venue for music. It's, it's just, I've heard about it for years. There's that famous uh, uh, U2, um, the band U2. There's that famous, uh, um, 
I think video that's of it and an album that the live album from it where they're live at Red Rocks and it's just it's you know it's it's uh you know it's well known and the play, the venue is so great now this is an anecdote I didn't have a chance to to track it down to see if it's absolutely true but uh, uh, Sarah was telling us that she I read it somewhere I guess that every year you know like the there there's some organization would have like the best music venue of the year and Red Rocks was winning all the time it was the surveys were always at Red Rocks the best place to play it's 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 just the environment it's an amphitheater it's outside and you got these this these natural stone formations around you and it's and not up way up in the mountains but it's a higher elevation kind of thing and uh it's just it's just it's just so picturesque it's just a beautiful place to see a concert and and I've only been there once, just this this last week because we went, and so they saw that oh they're going Duran Duran's going to be playing Red Rocks we got to go we got to go let's do a road road trip and people at work would tell me Jim you need a vacation you haven't had a vacation you know you need a vacation, so I said okay what the hell in for a penny in for a pound let's go so we did the road trip, went out, drove on out to uh, out to Colorado and uh, so we we left on a Saturday. And uh, we drove out to North Platte, uh, Nebraska, which is, uh, we decided to stop there uh, on the first leg of the trip on, the, on that Saturday. And then Sunday made it into Golden, Cal uh, Golden Colorado, <clears throat> which is right in the area where, you know, Morrison, Colorado, and Denver's not all that far away. It's all in that little area where Red Rocks is located. I think Red Rocks is closer to Morrison, I think. But uh, so, you know, we get all that. So the show was going to be on mm, Monday night. So we were we were there by Sunday. So we had, uh, we knocked around, checked out a few things. Uh, in North Platte, <clears throat> our, uh, our motel was just round the corner from Fort Cody. Which is a which is a souvenir shop with a little bit of an attraction behind it. It's a trading post they call it. It looks like a fort, and it's got uh, it's got a big sign of Buffalo Bill Cody, uh, a big figure of him you know, on a flat paint you know flat painted figure that gives some facts about Buffalo Bill Cody and about the area and and you know stuff like that. Some historical facts. And you go in. And it's a gift shop, and it's got some. It's also got some. Uh, displays that give give information about Buffalo Bill Cody and his Wild West show, and his rodeo thing. And then then you go out behind the place. There's a little fenced-in area, you know, with the inside the fort where there's little photo ops, little little, little areas where you can, you know put your face through the panel that has a funny painting on the other side of it, and you put your face through. Uh, or you can you know, go into a little jail and have a picture taken in there. And or you could you know just just there's things that you can climb up on, get a picture taken, and 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 things like that. So we did that, and we had a little bit of fun uh, out there in the back was one of these giant uh i don't know 15 foot tall characters of uh it's a it's a male character that is uh, uh they're they're used all over the country you'll see them on at roadside uh attractions and such where they're um they're depicted as either cowboys most of the time or as native americans and uh uh, this one was a Native American, and yeah, yeah that's maybe a little problematic, maybe not too bad, you know. Um, and they have their hands out in front of them, like their 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 the their 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 upper arms are to their tight to their side, but their forearms are pointed outward, and they're and they're holding something. 
uh, you know, the the left hand I think is in a down position, and the and the right hand is in up position, or vice versa. I can't remember. Um, I don't have the picture in front of me, but I'll put it in the show notes page, which you can get to by going to dimland.com, click on the the show notes blog option, and you'll get to the show notes. I'll have some pictures up there, and. Uh, I, I've seen these characters around, so um, I went online and I looked to see, you know, what what goes in those hands. As, as I remembered it, it would usually be a rifle. I thought it would be like a peace pipe for the Native American figures, but I couldn't find one that had in there image in there. There might be somewhere out there, but uh, but this one had nothing in its hands. It's just where it's just making these weird gestures. Um, <clears throat> but I've seen other things held uh, in those hands, uh, an axe. And the figure is painted out to look like uh, Paul Bunyan. Uh, I've seen uh, someone that'll have a space helmet on it, and they'll be holding a, a a rocket ship. I don't know why, but they're holding a rocket ship. Some some of them have a giant hot dog <laughs> that they're holding onto. It's just or mufflers, a giant muffler. They're outside of a muffler shop. It's just a way of of advertising. So I've seen several of these, and so that one was out there. Uh, in the back there. So I'll put the, the picture of me standing at, uh, at, at, at that. Picked up some souvenirs. We like to pick up magnets, refrigerator magnets, uh, usually of the state shape. When we got into Colorado, uh, we stopped at uh, someplace I don't remember where, but we stopped somewhere and we're looking and saw they, they had uh, magnets. And, oh, great. And, I, and I'm looking for one that's shaped like the state. and I didn't. I, it's just, it, it just took me a while to think, oh, that's right. It's pretty much a square square or rectangle it's pretty much it's just that's what the shape of it so this magnet that i have here in my hand is in the shape of the state it's not it doesn't follow a river line or a coastline on any of the sides it's just straight lines essentially it's like a trapezoid shape or so it's not an exact square or an exact uh, 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 rectangle but you know close enough so that was you know that that's so I got the magnet there, but that's you know oh that is the shape of the state oh that's great. Um, we didn't do much in North Platte other than check out that little fort, uh, uh, the trading post, and and just a you know it's just a tourist attraction kind of thing, and then we headed out. Uh, we got into Colorado and. Um, we got to. There was a couple of. Th- there was a few things we wanted to, to take care of there. Well, one one important thing. Uh, well, see Duran Duran in concert. That was the main objective. But uh, my my wife's oldest brother uh, died. Um, was it earlier this year? What was it? Yeah, it, he he had died. He and we have uh, some of his ashes. And he had spent much of his adult life, most of his adult life, living. In Colorado, so my my wife and her other brother, uh, they talked about it. They said and and said that it would be a good idea to take his ashes out and spread them somewhere where we can do that legally. Amy checked it out with some park people, and they said yes, you can do that, but just make sure it's off the trail. Don't do it on the trail, or you know, just make sure it's off the trail. And so okay, uh, so we had his remains. And uh, we we went we fought, we were looking uh, for you know somewhere along uh, a, a creek or a river that has some view of mountains or hills you know it's just something somewhat picturesque uh, you know that that would put you in mind that that would feel like Colorado 
uh, and we found this place. There was a first uh, little stop that we made was at a, a park called uh, Mayhem Mayhem Gulch, <laughs> Mayhem Gulch uh, Park, and we thought, yeah, Mayhem Gulch is that the is that where we really want to put them? <laughs> Next one down was called Big Easy Park, and that was that much much better. And I guess it's referring to the 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 strength of the rapids along in that little river because there were some you know it, there was stuff going on you know along that river where you can see some nice rapids here and there and where we were would be ended up putting them um, you could see that there was some you know underwater swells kind of going on you know that there's an undercurrent there that if you got in that water you you'd feel it and may even be taken away by it. But it looked, e I imagine it, it was just an easier part of the river, and that's probably why they called it the Big Easy. And so we found a place uh, off the trail, late as, late as uh, ashes. We played a song that was important to, at least to Amy, to play, and we took in the moment. And, you know, it's kind of sad. Uh, we, <clears throat> don't tell anybody, but we stole <laughs> a bit of rock that was in the area uh to kind of bring home and put in a in the garden out in my dad's backyard as a sort of a memorial uh so we did that um i've got more to tell you about the trip but i've gotten to my first break Ooh, my voice is holding up it's been it's been allergy season startup for me uh, i've been sneezing a bit and my throat gets a little dried out so let's hope I don't have a sneeze or a cough or something in here during the show. Anyway, you're listening to Dimland Radio on the ZTalk Radio Network at ztalkradio.com. I'm your host, Jim, Dr. Dimfit Simmons, and I will be back after this break. Be You're listening to Z Talk Radio Network. You don't say. Oh, what? You think you went off to college or something? On ZTalkRadio.com. That's the most amazing thing since Grandma survived the outhouse incident. Do you believe in ghosts? Do you think Bigfoot is real? Do you suspect that your neighbor is really Val Tor, leader of the lizard people of Bendar 3? Well, Dr. Dim doesn't, and he'll tell you why when you tune in to Dimland Radio Saturday nights, 11 Central, midnight Eastern on Talk Radio Network. It's an hour of science promotion, pop culture rants, personal observation, and, of course, skepticism. Join Jim, Dr. Dim Fitzsimmons, Saturday nights, 11 Central, midnight Eastern, for Dimland Radio on Talk Radio Network. You're listening to Z-Talk Radio's Red-Headed Stepchild. It's Dr. Dim on Dimland Radio on the Z-Talk Radio Network. Hey, this is Danny Potts from the Kentucky Ghost Chasers, and you're listening to Z-Talk Radio.
welcome back to Dimland Radio. I'm your host, Jim, Dr. Dim Fitzsimmons. As that uh, bumper coming out of the break will suggest, I'm going to start talking about Duran Duran. That's right. That was the reason for going on the trip, the main reason. There were other things that we wanted to do. I just told you about one of them. Uh, but uh, the main reason to go out there was to see Duran Duran, my wife's favorite band, and her friend Sarah's favorite band. Uh, we and, and I like the band. I like them. Uh, I don't like everything they've done. I don't know everything they've done. But, you know, there's there's some songs of theirs. I just, and there's never a fan of the song The Reflex. I always hated the song Wild Boys. But that song right there, Hungry Like the Wolf, that was the first uh, Duran Duran song I was ever aware of. And I liked it immediately. Uh, maybe because there's a certain amount of the who in it. What? Huh? How can... Jim, what? What? You're just so obsessed with the who. Somehow you managed to get them involved with a Duran Duran song? Well, yeah. You hear that trilling synthesizer going on in the background? Ever hear of a song called Baba O'Reilly? I see there's some influence there. There's some influence there. And they also do the same thing, I think, with the song Rio. They have the same thing where there there is a... There's a synthesizer loop kind of thing going on throughout the song and that's i mean that's bob o'reilly right there so you know the greatest song ever written ever and recorded <laughs> by the who well not just by the who it's the greatest song ever but you know and the who happened to be the ones that recorded it uh bob o'reilly that is so anyway uh we i wore my who shirt one of my who shirts to the concert because you know represent and uh, anyway, so um, uh, we got uh, to uh, to Red Rocks, and uh, the the seating that uh, Amy uh, and Sarah purchased was pretty good. Now they, they they don't have seats; they have like these you know bleachers kind of thing, but it's a little more classy than regular bleachers. Bleachers. We were in the fifteenth row. You know, the st stage is like straight in front of us. We're not all that far. We were cheated over to John. Uh, Taylor's side, John being Amy's and Sarah's favorite member of Duran Duran. Uh, he's probably the coolest member, too. Uh, so we were on that side of the stage, uh, straight down in front of us. It was great. I mean, it was, it was, they, it, it was great. It was close. Um, they had two opening acts. Uh, the first was uh, Niles Rogers' Chic. Now, you know, if that doesn't ring a bell with you, it should. Niles Rogers <clears throat> is a big-time musician, producer, especially producer in pop music. He's big-time. He's done a lot of stuff, lots of songs that you might not realize that uh, he has a connection to, or you, might, you know, if you, if you know who he is. Uh, but if you, you know, he he does. He's he's produced a lot of stuff, stuff for Madonna, stuff for Duran Duran, and other bands. It's you know Sister Sledge and 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 his band Chic, which is best known for their song Ah Freak Out. Chic, say freak. You know Freak Out. That song, that's it. And they started their set with that song, and it was great. And um, they sounded great. They did their you know they performed really well. I I you know. Niles Rogers, of course, he's an original to the band Chic. I think the two women singing with him might have been. I don't know for sure, but you know, when you see the up on the the screens on the other side of the stage, they'll they'll show you know they'll have cameras going so you can see get close up views of these people, which is this, a great renovation in concerts of the last couple few decades that you can you know you can look up at the screen. You see ah a close up shot of of the band that you're looking at uh, instead of those 
you know, depending on where you're sitting, it may be really, really, really tiny. I mean, it was really helpful when we saw Paul McCartney at Target Field, and we were way the heck back there, and and Paul on the stage was really tiny, but great big screens on either side made it possible to get a good look at him and other members of the band as they were playing. So that's a that's an uh, uh, an innovation in concert going that I I think is great. It doesn't always it's not in every venue of course, but some places you're just you know you're close enough to them you don't really need it. And <clears throat> anyway, looking at the, the the women that were singing with him, they looked like they might have been old enough to be in the original band. Maybe I don't know. I didn't feel like looking deep into it, but they were great, tight, did some great stuff. And let me tell you something. Sometimes. You know, I'm a musical snob. I get all ticked off at certain songs, and I just, uh, you know, I get like that. And there was one song, and I mentioned the band that, that performed it, uh, Sister Sledge. There's the song, We Are Family. I've always hated that song. Don't know why. Just always have. It's always rubbed me the wrong way. I've always hated it. I don't. If you like that song, that's great because you know you don't have to like what I like and you don't have to hate what I hate. It's, it's, you know, we have our individual tastes and that's fine. For me, the song never worked. I never liked it. I always hated it. I hated that the 1979, I think it was, uh, Pittsburgh Pirates adopted that as their theme song and they went on to win a World Series that year. I still hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. One of the songs they played <laughs> in their set, uh, Niles Rogers' Chic, uh, one of the songs that they played was a part of a little medley of so stuff that he's produced, and, uh, and, he's, and it was We Are Family. And I turned to my wife in the moment, and I said to her, I said, I hate this song. And then I waited a beat and said, it's great. <laughs> but it was great in the moment. It was great and it just worked for me in the moment. I still hate the song. I'm not going to put it on my Spotify playlist, but I might put uh Freak out, you know, the Freak uh, song on there. I might put that on there and you know, whatever. But it, it just it was to see Nile Rodgers. I mean, the guy is a legend. That's pretty cool. You know, a music legend. Next band was a band called Bastille. Never heard of them. <laughs> they were okay. It's just you know, now my wife and her and her friend they knew some of their a couple of their songs each, but uh, you know, just I and you know they they're fine. They, they you know they weren't like when I saw the National. I talked about that on an earlier show, and there was a band that opened for them, uh, a band out of New Zealand called the Beths. I knew nothing of them. Never heard of them until I was you know until we got tickets to go see the National and I said who was opening for them? Oh, a band called the Beths. That was the first time I heard of them. Didn't look them up. Didn't listen to anything. Just went in cold, watched them do their set, and thought I like these guys. They did the kind of stuff I like. You know, catchy guitar-driven rock music. Uh, I they I liked it. So and then I put a couple of their songs in my Spotify playlist and I might listen to more of their stuff to get more into them. I'm not going to do the same with Bastille because it just was, I, you know, nah, they're okay. Yeah. So, but, you know, that's, that's, again, if you like them, like them. Don't go by me. Your tastes are different than mine. If it works for you, it works for you. Just, you know, it wasn't, it was okay. And then came the guys, the boys. Duran Duran, it, it took the stage, and it was great. They were great. Uh, it just, uh, it was, uh, you know, Amy and, and a friend were very excited. Sarah was quite excited. <laughs> she she overserved herself a little bit. Uh, I drove us back to the uh, motel after that. 
uh, that night. I, you know, because I, I had half a beer. Amy and I shared a beer. <laughs> that was it. Uh, and it, it's uh, anyway. It was just uh, they, they, they did, uh, they did the song Wild Boys, which I don't like. They did the song The Reflex, which I don't like. But they were fine within the context. It's, it was fine. I wasn't going to, ugh, ugh. I wasn't waiting for the song to end. I just went with it. And that was, you know, I still do not care for those songs. But, you know, you know I just don't like in the reflex when Simon LeBond does the, when he does that. I just, I don't like that part. Uh, and then Wild Boys is just, I'm sorry. You're just, you, you're not punk. Don't try to pretend to be. And I don't think they were actually trying to pretend to be, but that's the impression I get when I hear you know, that song. You're not punks. Don't put your, 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 I don't know what you are. You're, you're pop, <laughs> but you're, but you're good. I, Cause a lot of the other stuff, but you know, they played, they did a couple of covers and they had a glitch when they were playing, uh, the song white lines, which I, th- God damn it. I didn't look it up. I think it might be front by the band wild cherry. I think it was the original artist of that song white lines. Uh, it's about cocaine and don't do it. And that kind of thing. White lines blow away you know that it's that that thing so get higher baby get higher baby get higher baby don't you ever come down or something like that so they did that cover uh and they had a glitch in it now i don't know what happened exactly but uh i'm you know most bands a lot of bands that play now they have little click tracks going on to keep them on time uh they they might have little uh they have some backing tracks going on to help fill out the sound so something went wrong and they all stopped playing. They said something went wrong. <laughs> They're like, uh, 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 and and Simon LeBond just goes, well, well, hi, how's everybody doing? How about we just uh, talk as friends or something like that? And then they they look and say, we gotta we gotta fix whatever the, whatever the glitch was. They didn't tell us. Uh, they were playing. They were actually playing. It wasn't like they were pretending to play and they were lip syncing the whole thing. I they, he was singing. There were moments where you know you could tell because he would crack up or something while he was singing. And I don't think they're gonna plan that out. <laughs> so well that they can have a backing, uh, you know, uh, a track that they sing, that they lip sync to with a laugh in it. You know, it's just I just don't. He, I, he was singing. Now maybe there was some auto tune going on. I, I couldn't tell. I don't know. But anyway, they did a good show. Uh, they got that. They got the, whatever that problem was. They got it fixed up. They started the song again. Played it through. Uh, it was great. And uh, it's it was uh, and the environment. I'm telling you, this Red Rocks place, it's just astounding. Spent almost as much time looking around behind me at the at the at the big you know rock outcroppings that are that that surround the uh, the amphitheater, just looking at that and just checking it out. It's just it was it's really cool. Um, <clears throat> now we were watching uh, Sarah especially was keeping an eye on the weather forecast for uh, for that show for that night. She kept looking and it was on a Tuesday. She said uh, uh, it was on a Monday, and she just kept saying. Every time I looked, every day, rain, rain, it's going to rain, it's going to rain. <laughs> well, it did rain. And this is the thing. She's, uh, Sarah would say, every time, every damn time we go to see them, the first show that we back last August, that they got they got rained out. Then they went and saw them at the Hollywood Bowl two nights in a row. Rained both of those nights. And the Hollywood Bowl's an outdoor venue. I don't know that it rained in Los Angeles when they went to see him for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction. Uh, but they were indoors for that, so I guess it wasn't that big a deal. And then, Red Rocks, it rains again. Except, the only thing is, now, we were smart. We said, well, it's, it hadn't rained during the day, 
clear skies or just you know mostly clear skies through the entire day you could see stuff starting to gather as we got to the show and we're sitting there waiting for everything to start you could see some of the clouds coming over the rocks behind us um but still it was mostly blue sky uh, but we decided let's go see if we can get some rain ponchos which we did and they were like two 250 a piece for and and sarah kept would say best 250 i ever spent because <laughs> Show started at seven o'clock, and shortly after it started, then then we got the Niles Rogers Chic on stage. Uh, shortly after it starts, it starts to rain. So I go the ponchos. Everybody, you know, the other people were prepared as well, and he just I go the ponchos. Got a little windy when the rain came down pretty well. There was some lightning and thunder way off. If the lightning was closer to us, I have a feeling they would stop the show, wait for the thing to pass, because you don't want people getting struck with lightning. But there's really not anywhere to go hide. Uh, earlier in the year, there was a hailstorm that took place up there that was during a show, and there was video footage of it, and people are trying to find places to hide, but there really isn't much anywhere you can go. Uh, it's just it's mostly open air above you everywhere you go in there, so you just had to take your chances with that hailstorm. I hope people survived okay. Uh, as far as I know, nobody was killed. Uh, anyway, um, so the rain comes down. It rained through all of Niles Rogers' set, but it began to let up partly you know, toward the end of it. And then uh, when Bastille came out, some point during there, it stopped raining. So, And it wasn't raining for the rest of the night. It did get chilly. I had thought of I had the jackets in my hand as we were getting out of the car to go up to our seats. And I thought, ah, nah. And I threw them back in the car. It was chilly. But uh, all right, it was a good show. Great venue. Awesome. If you've never seen a show at Red Rocks and you have an opportunity to see one there, I highly recommend it. It's just, you know, the shows happen, rain or shine. So get ponchos if you think it's going to be raining. Uh, it'll help you out. Where am I at here? What time is it? Oh, I'm up to my next break. You've been listening to Dimland Radio, or you're still listening to it because you're going through the break. Whatever. Uh, you're listening to Dimland Radio on the ZTalk Radio Network at ztalkradio.com. I'm your host, Jim Dr. Dim Simmons, uh, reminding you all. That I will be back after this break. Oh yeah, you thought I was ending the show. You know, I'm a little rusty. It's been a while. Uh, anyway, <clears throat> I had a vacation. You know, it's just, uh, anyway. So uh, I'll be back after this break. identification you're listening to ztalk radio network operating frequency on ztalkradio.com the earth is only six thousand years old that's what answers in genesis and the creation museum say and how can a museum be wrong isn't dr oz just wonderful i love today's episode It didn't talk down to his adoring audience of women at all. Science has proved that the subatomic quantum realm is as real as it is counterintuitive and bizarre. Therefore, I can use it to support quantum healing and quantum consciousness. After all, how can journals like Aquarius Metaphysics be wrong? Evolution is just a theory. After all, if we came from monkeys, then why are there still monkeys? We all have friends and family who believe these things and much more. Well, if you're a rational thinker who is tired of arguing on social media and never getting anywhere, we have a solution for you. 
Join the Gorilla Skepticism and Wikipedia team, and we will teach you how to add reliable scientific and skeptical information to the world's number one source of information, Wikipedia. We write new articles and improve existing ones. We remove pseudoscience, paranormal, and alt-med claims, substituting the actual facts. And we operate in many languages. We've already reached tens of millions of people searching for information, but, as you can imagine, we can never do enough. So please, join us. All you need is a PC and the desire to help educate the planet. In fact, you'll be educating the world while you sleep. Contact us at gsowteam at gmail.com. Guerrilla Skepticism. The time is now. Music by purpleplanet.com. He's endlessly pushing the rock of reason up the hill of paranormal. It's Dr. Dim, and you're listening to Dimland Radio on Z Talk Radio Network. Hey, want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? You're listening to Z Talk Radio Network. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. You really are a heel You're as cuddly as a cactus You're as charming as an eel Mr. Grinch You're a bad... And welcome back to Dimland Radio here on the ZTalk Radio Network at ztalkradio.com I'm your host, Jim, Dr. Dim Fitzsimmons What? Is it Christmas in September? Mr. Grinch? What? There's a reason I played that song as a bumper I'll get to it but first, continuing with the uh, travel log story, uh, one of the coolest things, or the coolest thing, that we did, uh, that I got this experience, um, was unexpected. We, uh, you know, we're driving around Golden, Colorado. There's, there's, you know, we're near Red Rocks, uh, and there's this, this, there's this attraction called. Um, Dragon uh, Dinosaur Ridge, not Dragon Dinosaur Ridge, and it's a it's a it's a couple mile long path that you can go on, and you can see some you know fossils and such uh, of dinosaurs. And when I found out that that was something that was the, there, uh, they were they were t- you know Sarah and and Amy were saying, well, this is one of the things we can check out. And I found out that there were dinosaur tracks, footprints. Or claw prints, or whatever, talon prints, or whatever you call their feet. We'll call them footprints. There were there were fossilized dinosaur tracks uh, that you could see, that you could check out there. And I said, oh, oh, that's one of my things. I, I mean, it's not. I don't. I don't have a bucket list per se. I mean, it's not something I've sat down and thought, okay, this is what I want to do before I kick the bucket. I, you know, I haven't had that. But I do have things like, boy, I'd really like to check this out. I'd really like to see something like this. And one of those things happens to be uh, dinosaur tracks. Uh, I, I've, I've talked about, um, I think I've talked about this on the show, a paranormal ability, I would love to be real and to have it myself, would be to be able to travel back in time. You know, and, and it would be in such a way, it's like astral projection, I guess. And that's, uh, uh, I can send my consciousness and awareness back in time. My physical body is still sitting at the present. 
uh, but my consciousness and my you know you know all that is back in time, my spirit, if you will, and I and all I can do is watch and listen to what's happening. I can interact so that I don't change the course of time. I don't you know set any weird things ha in motion and change the future. All I can do is watch what's going on and hear what's going on. I add to it a little bit like if I go back to ancient times, I understand whatever language is being spoke, spoken. That's another part of the power. If paranormal powers exist, existed, which they don't, but if they did, this would be the one I would like to be able to have and to be able to do this. And so, and, and, and then this is how thought out I've made this thing. I'm sure I've talked about it on the show before. I would go back in time, witness some event, for however long it might be. I could be back in time for years watching things and then come back to to precisely the moment or almost precisely, just like seconds after I left. I come back to the present. No traveling to the future because it hasn't happened yet. So I don't travel to the future, but I can travel to the past. That's, that's my canon. That's how I work it out in my brain. This is how I work it. And one of the things that uh, of, of a past event that I would love to witness happen would be the making of these footprints of either the, the dinosaur tracks or of human footprints that have been found uh, which are, of course are much more recent but to, to be able to see it happen because what and, 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 and the dinosaur ridge people that put the signage uh, signage up uh, you know giving you information about stuff they even had the same sort of thing this is a day in the life or you know as i this is a moment of life footprints are a moment of life fossils in general for the most part are moments of death you get to see the bones of some dinosaur some other kind of animal that has died or human uh, you know any kind you know whatever or trilobites you get to see their 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 shells uh, you get to see that kind of stuff but if they're in death these things have died uh, it's not the moment of death necessarily because sometimes you know a creek uh, you know, like a, like a t-rex drops dead at some place in a, in a river or something and then it gets washed down to here or there and then the bones start to get separated and they you know they they, gen they might be pretty close to the same area but some stuff gets washed away and never found or it's it's found in a way different other place things like that it's 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 not it's not the moment of death but you're seeing a dead this is the creature who had died that and and we're finding its remains that have been fossilized the hard parts of you know the bones have been fossilized. Sometimes you get an impression, like a, like a leaf or something. The, uh, some plant will give an impression, put, put it in the mud or something, and then that mud hardens and fossilizes, and you get an impression of a plant. But again, that's a leaf that's probably, you know, that's fallen off of something and it's dead or dying. So you get death. But footprints are alive. I mean, that's a moment of life. That's that's you know some stretch of mud, a dried out riverbed, that uh, that some you know crocodilian type creature uh, or some other kind of uh, ornithoid <laughs> dinosaur, uh, some kind of animal had walked through that mud, and the conditions were just right that 
the, you know, the mud dried, and then it got covered with something that also dried, and then the, the mud, that mud layer began to fossilize and harden, and the footprints are preserved. It's a moment of some creature walking across a dry riverbed, and it's preserved in, in the footprints. I think that is so cool. And so if I had that ability to you know, astrally project myself back to that moment, just stand there at that riverbed, or just hover there, or whatever, however you move around, not seen by the dinosaur that walks by, or the human, if I check out some human footprints, not seen by them, they don't know I'm there, <clears throat> and just look at the, okay, here's the riverbed, in a moment or two, some creature's going to walk through here, walk through that riverbed, and those footprints are going to be preserved in stone you know it, because they're going to fossilize so and then, then watch it happen and then come back to the present and so what i was able to do because this is real real life real reality we don't have an ability to astral project or anything but i was able to see the fossilized tracks of dinosaurs and other and similar creatures on this in this dinosaur ridge over there in, in golden colorado or Morrison, wherever it was, it was somewhere on there. I was able to check them out. Uh, I'll put pictures on the on the on the blog page. Um, you'll see that the, um, um, the individual footprints on the in the big display in the main display that they had. I think they they periodically color in the footprints so they're easier to see. You know, easier to see from apart apart from the rest of the stone. Uh, they put like a little black charcoal or something in there just to make them stand out um there's and the thing is uh the footprints as you see them today they're going up th this ridge they're 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 uh, you know it's up but but at the time they were made whatever riverbed they walk through or whatever at the time they're made it was flat it was not they were not climbing up a hill it was flat it was the that's how long ago it was that the the movement of tectonic plates that shoved up the and created the Rocky Mountains, you know, and that mountain range and those hills and things that we're seeing out there, that happened in between whatever animal walked across the mud to when I'm standing there looking at it, at the fossilized footprints of its of its presence, and that's it's I, it's so cool. It was the coolest thing of the trip that wasn't expected to happen. It was the coolest thing. Duran Duran was great. They were cool. Red Rocks was way cool. But I'm telling you, you know, I mean, it, it was it was the, the dinosaur tracks, uh, Fort Cody, <laughs> Duran Duran, Red Rocks concert, and then baseball. What? Oh, baseball. <laughs> That's right. Went to a ball game. This was a, supposed to be a surprise for me. It was supposed to be a surprise that uh, um, uh, Amy didn't tell me what that amount of money that came out of our checking uh, was for. She says, "I got tickets for some. Just, just you know, just hit it, and uh, you'll find out." Well, we um, the last night, uh, the last day of our of our trip. It was a Tuesday. Uh, we went into downtown Denver. We had a hotel room there. And we got it, and I was already kind of figuring out as we're driving into Denver. There's Coors Field, that's where the Colorado Rockies play baseball. The field was there, and and uh, and so I, as we're driving in, um, Sarah let it slip just a little bit. She went, "Oh, there's Coors Field." 
But then she just played it that said, oh, that's such a cool thing. It's right there. It's just right in there. And I said, oh. I was already thinking, well, it's either going to be a concert or it's going to be a ball game. And I was leaning toward the ball game. So we get there. We get our hotel room. It's on the sixth floor. And the you look out the window and you can see the ballpark from there. It's walking distance. So I think, yeah, we're going to the ball game. <laughs> and we did. We watched the uh, Colorado Rockies host the Atlanta Braves. Now, the Colorado Rockies is not a good team this year. Their record, as of this recording, I wrote it down. God damn it, where did I write it down? Their record, as of this recording, is 49-85. and 85. That's not very good. The, uh, the Atlanta Braves, on the other hand, they have the best record in baseball right now. Uh, and as of this recording, it's 89-45. and 45. 89 wins, 45 losses. So it was... You know, it was seeing the best team in the, in the game right now. And uh, that was cool. It's an outdoor park. It's a nice ballpark. There weren't there. It wasn't. They said there was like 25,000 people there. I, I gathered that the place probably holds maybe 30, 35,000. I don't know. Uh, I was sitting next to Atlanta Braves fans. Uh, the which was not uh, was not going to be a difficult thing to do that night because virtually everybody there. Well, I should say virtually more than half. More than half of the fans, I'm pretty sure, were Atlanta Braves fans. Every time the Atlanta Braves did something big on the field, the crowd would erupt. I said, wait a minute, where are we? Are we in Atlanta? <laughs> the woman sitting next to me was an Atlanta Braves fan. And we got talking. And she said to me, she says, you know, we find out, you know, we're from Minnesota and we drove in. And we were saying, oh, we're from Atlanta, we're from, you know, Georgia, some whatever town it was. She pointed out a couple of players, they, hometown boys. It's our hometown boy right there. You know, Matt Olson is from the same town they're from. Like, I think it's Howell, uh, Georgia, I think. Anyway, so that's cool. And But at the beginning, she says to me, uh, she says, when she finds out that we're Twins fans, uh, she says, oh, well, you should be rooting for the Braves. And I thought, why? I, I, looked at this. I said, well, why? Because our two teams took part, were part of the greatest World Series ever played, and she said, "Yeah." <laughs> and and then she says, she says to me, "You know, <clears throat> uh, Kent Herbeck pulled Gant off the uh, Ron Gant, I think it was the player uh, for Atlanta, pulled him off the bag." Now, in the 1991 World Series, 1991, greatest World Series ever played. There have been, there've been other really good ones, good ones since. But that one, I mean, you know, maybe I'm a little biased, but Twins won the World Series that year. It's the last time we've been to a World Series, last time we've won a World Series. Uh, and been to one, yeah, whatever. So um, um, there was, I, I forget which game it was, but it was, I guess it might have been in, I, I forget which game. It might have been Game 7, I don't know. Uh, Ken Herbeck was our first baseman. And Ron Gant was on base. And there was a play in which Gant had to get back to the base. He was he was leading off. He had to get back to the base. Herbeck had the ball and put the tag on him. Uh, and at first, Gant was safe because he had his foot on the bag. But his momentum kept moving off the, off the, off the bag. And Herbeck was just moving along with him, hold, putting the glove on his leg, just keeping the glove on there with the ball in it. And, and eventually, Gant came off the bag, and the umpire called him out. And that was a big play. And it's been a controversy. Atlanta Braves fans say Herbeck pulled him off the bag. Twins fans say Gant's momentum pulled them both off the bag. And Herbeck was just keeping his glove 
with the ball in it on the player. That's all he was. And she was, I don't know. She, she, she just said, I guess we'll just have to agree to disagree. Good night, our doctor. Good night, Frau Blucher. Well, that's the end of a show next week. Might be an, a download-only show. I have something to do Saturday night, so I, I'll try to record a show, put it up there, and you'll be able to download it. I think it's just going to be a download only. So, you know, uh, sorry, Trisha, <laughs> might not be able to chat. But uh, anyway, uh, be you know, be cool, be uh, skeptical and all that stuff. You've been listening to Dimland Radio and the Talk Radio Network. And remember, sleep with the lights off. You can check out my show notes at dimland.com. Just click on the blog option, and you can email your questions and comments to drdim at dimland.com. That's D-R-D-I-M at dimland.com. And the opening theme song, Ram, is by Theolius and is used with permission. Production of the Z Talk Radio Network. And now a message to our competitors. Thanks. Thanks for, for tuning us in. My life, you're clever, Dim. It's certainly taken me in. What did you think of tonight's installment of Dimland Radio? Wow. Wow. Well, well I'm going I'm to hell. hell.